rule in our hearts. God, we say thank you for all things. Rule us, Lord. Oh, God, yes, and give us strength, Lord. Give us strength in this day, God, to be strong. Oh, to tell others about your goodness. God, we forever praise you. In the name yes. of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father God, we come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died that we may have life and have it abundantly. Yes, we Lord. ask you that we be honest and examine ourselves to yes, see Lord. if there's anything in us that is not of you, Lord, anything that may hinder your power from operating in our lives. And yes, if there Lord. is, Father God, give us the courage to admit it, confess it, repent, renounce it, and come to you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Father. It's open. Anyone else? Okay. Our hearts and minds clear on that. Lord, we do thank you for this opportunity to know that we can call on you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at, okay, everybody, I mean, nobody's ignorant if you be. <laughs> we all have been, been part of what's been going on, you know, in some way or the other. Um, Begin to realize even, even, you know, in the last few days, uh, this thing become more real when people that you know has, you know, contracted this uh, this virus. And uh, we have, uh, we know of two people that we know of uh, that has contracted this virus and that is uh, in the, uh, either in the hospital or recovering or whatever from this and, you know, people that's, that's close to the family. So, uh, but it's our prayer that, you know, they know Christ, that's the main thing, I mean, uh, we're going to get sick. That's just part of this life, getting sick, fighting off diseases and, you know, and surviving these diseases and, and trusting God to get us through the worst times in our lives. Um, so this is the this is the whole thing. We're praying that, you know, that our family come to know Christ and they, they, they make that commitment to know him and to live a life that is pleasing to him. Um, we we look at this this time now and. I have to admit that, and I know Pastor Griffin will scold me because, you know, it is, he should scold me because I keep saying the church and he keeps reminding me that, you know, uh, we keep talking about the church, but we see that the church, even in this moment, and I'm speaking of the church, the universal church, the church without walls, uh, that church, that, that invisible church, amen, that uh, it's very silent, it's quiet, or is it quiet? Are we in our places praying and seeking God or making intercession on behalf of these people that don't seem to know they that still have not found out that they need God? Amen. So what where is the church? What should the church? What is the conversation the church should be having right now? Well, Brother Ford, I I guess nobody else is speaking. Of, I would say it's, it's, it's deeper than that, because uh, I'm reminded of the Old Testament 
when uh, and you and I talked about it too, when God told Pharaoh that the last plague would be upon not just Egypt but upon everybody, and he's you right. know and he put out he put out a mandate that whoever has the blood of the lamb on their doorpost comes by when he comes by he will pass them by. And a lot of these people were not saved. They were not saved. They were not followed. But if they followed the mandate that God placed on them, saying, hey, if you take this blood of the lamb and put it on your doorpost, you're going to be spared. So what is the church doing? Then the pre- I would say those that know God should be, should be speaking up and saying, you know, if God is able to do this before, he he can do it again if he if he wants, but there's still a mandate. If you are covered by the blood of the Lamb, you will be spared. You will be saved because uh, I I know you know like I said I, I, it hit home with me last night when I got word about two preachers that I know very dearly had passed away from this, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. said God, you know, did they do anything wrong? But you and I always talk about it too. There's a time that everybody has to die, right? Whether we whether we like it or not, we all have an appointment with death. But this right. time, the de- death is coming in a larger form, which Jesus did speak about in in in, in Matthew 24. He said these things got to happen. Right. So, are we preparing the people for it? No, we're not. We're not preparing people. For, for what Jesus spoke of, and that should be more, you know, prevalence today. You know, uh, everywhere I go, I'm, I'm telling people. If, if I, I'm in a grocery store, I'm telling people. I say, you know, there's a better way. You know, you don't have to fear this thing. So, should we go on TV and all those things? If we have the resources and we have the uh, opportunity, yeah. I, I say so too. Yeah, if we had the resources and the means to do it, yeah. And, but I, I guess we had to be careful not to turn this into some type of like um, what do we call? Because I mean, is this a judgment of God on the world? I mean, is this just something just part of the natural force of life, and we just experience it in our time? I mean, uh, is uh, uh because that's, again, what I'm about to say. We, we got to be careful not to spin it as if God is punishing the world, you know, and, you know, and, the, and you, surely if you said it, you couldn't be too far from the truth either, you know what I'm saying? That God is punishing the world and these people need to repent and turn to God. Well, that's always been the truth. That was, I don't care whatever time it is, it's going to be, be the truth. Amen. You know, that the man has got, had man has drifted so far from God. We have invited God out of our lives. We have we have become so smart and so wise in our own eyes to you know we explain away God through our own mind. That, you know, there's no God. The fool has said in his heart, there's no God. Yet yeah, there's so many things to answer that to the fact that God does exist. And uh so this is a time to remind the world. So let me you that yeah, this is going on, and yeah, you may discount it as just a natural course of life that people are gonna get sick and die. Yes, but does it be that God is still controlling everything? Amen. He, he, he died. Yeah. Who died from this is gonna be in God's control. Amen. 
But like you said, once again, it goes back to uh, Matthew 24. When the disciples asked him, he said, tell us when you're coming. And Jesus right. said, you know, you're going to see earthquakes. You're going to see desolence. You're going to see fire. You I mean, look what happened in Australia. Look at all the fires they hit in Australia for almost three months. Australia was on fire. Uh, look at the earthquake they have it out in uh, Oklahoma and uh, the Midwest that never hit earthquake. He said, "You're gonna see all these things. You're gonna see pestilence. You're gonna see disease." He said, "But my time." He said, "But my time is not yet." He said, "These things have have to happen." Uh, I'm, I'm looking for what's gonna, what's next. You know, uh, this is just this is just the start. What's next? Right, right. This is the start. And we know this is not the first time we had plagues, and you know we had plagues before in the 1500s, and even times after that. You know, we had Ebola, we had you know the H1N, whatever that thing was. You know, we keep talking about flu, and when this thing first kicked out, people say, "Well, this is nothing but a flu." Then they come back and realize this is worse than the flu, so people are, are, are dying, and we see every day the numbers goes up. You know, it, it, you know, it's no. It goes up really steeply. You know, it ain't just like a little trickle. It goes up steeply. Like that person that said people are dying have never died before. <laughs> well, you can't. <laughs> 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 I, I never died before. <laughs> 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 so, don't quote him. Pray for him. Maybe he is the president. <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, this, yes, sir, Pastor. No, I was I was just thinking, you know, uh, it it hadn't been in a long time that the whole world attention has been gotten at one time, right? right. And, and you know, and nobody talking about nuclear weapons, nobody talking about nothing. Everybody's scrambling for their lives, right? Uh, and, and, and you know, and the thing I I get about America, I've been in many countries, and you see that many countries has been through this, but most right. people in America have never been through anything like this. I've been in countries where, you know, war torn countries and all that kind of stuff, and they see all kind of chaos. The whole world is not going through the chaos, but they see all kind of chaos going on in their country, and they live with that. But it's right. never, it's been a long time since the whole world has experienced the same thing at the same time. And there ain't nobody talking about their power right now. No, no, no. no. Ain't nobody flexing no muscles right now, huh? Nobody flexing no muscles. Everybody running for the hills and trying to cover up and trying to hide and trying to yeah. get well. And everybody going through the same thing now. We can't say yeah. that. Well, we, we know that God, that, like uh, uh, Pastor Ricky was saying in the 24th chapter of Matthew, has joined. the things that's going to happen. But you know what? We can't say, well, God doing this, God doing that. But what we can say, if, if it's God, he's sure getting everything going in there. He's yeah. getting everybody's attention. For, yeah. people, for people to think that this couldn't, couldn't happen. And, and the reality is just like it's just like in the book of uh, Exodus and all that. People still haven't when he told Pharaoh them, it still hadn't kicked in. Right. And, and I right. guess and it probably you know just like now people will ignore what's going on 
and the plague's going to have to get worse before it really kick in. God had to yeah. go to Pharaoh's house and kill his son before mm-hmm. it really kicked in. He kept right. playing, going back, playing with God, going back, playing with God. But And it's just like this. I mean, especially even down here in Florida, they tell people, say, look, hey, this thing is bad, stay in. Oh, uh, ain't nothing to it. And people out there in Bokina is all out there on the beach, man, please. Right. But it ain't right. them off the beach. Right. But it ain't gonna it ain't gonna kick in until it get get home. And once it hit home, yeah. it might be too late. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I I wanna say one more thing and I'm gonna be quiet. Then it go back to okay. the five wise and the five foolish. Yeah. Five wise yeah. and five foolish. And in America, and when we're talking about this, this is what I keep on saying about the church. Some people are praying, some people have been praying, and some people right. have been serious about this. Now, right. you still got you still got people in doubt as to what God can do. Right. They in doubt. They don't believe that they don't believe that this is really happening. They just don't believe that it's happening. But it's right. happening in every city. Just about in every town, every city is happening. How can you explain it? You can't explain it away. Right. Right. And you know, here's the thing, though. It's amazing. This little thing that we can't see. You know what I mean? This little thing that nobody can see unless you put it on a microscope. It magnified a million times. But this little thing has covered the whole world and has affected everybody in the whole world. So how do I, how does all this wisdom that man has is able to explain this to us? Well, well, like Doctor like Dr. Griffin was saying, bro, for it, uh, man can't explain it. I mean, even do even when if you look at it, when Noah started building the ark, they. Noah gave them warning that God was going to destroy the earth, but they kept drinking, having a good time. Yeah. Like like Dr. Griffin said, they out on the beach. Said, you know, I saw one kid say, well, it's spring break. I'm going to Florida. I'm, this is not going to stop me from having a good time. So yeah. the, wor- the world is out to have a good time in the midst of this this tragedy. Yes, it should. It should. It should wake them up and say, hey, maybe we should seek God on this. But a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, if it don't affect me, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. So just like in, just like in, and, and, and that's what, and that's what Jesus told them in Matthew 24, just like in the days of Noah, so shall it be, you know, when my coming, they were eating and drinking and having a good time. And that's what the world is doing, eating, drinking, having a good time. Right. But this is the whole thing, and this very moment, the question goes to what Romans 10 and 14 asked, right? He said, how then will they call on him whom they have not believed, right? He said, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching it? So what we've been preaching over the last 20, 30, 40 years in America. There's a there's a different there's different types of preaching, you know, that we gotta look at. Yeah, but I'm saying the preaching that caused men's hearts to, to see to see that caused men to see how dead and how 
you know, foul and, and just, just cause men to see just how bad they are and the fact that they are in need of a savior. That kind of preaching. They call that the gospel. It caused me to take a truth or honest look at themselves and see that, yeah, I am a wretch undone. And the only thing that's going to save me is my relationship, my commitment, my repentance and my commitment to Christ. So what have we been preaching here? Well, that's one That's one thing that scares people is when they look at, and I heard uh, Dr. Walker praying that we examine ourselves. Uh, right. When people when people take a look at themselves and they, people know people really know how they truly are. Uh, you mm-hmm. remember Stephen when Stephen Stephen told them he said you just like your father stiff necked and you know you are this and that and they they got mad because he was telling them the truth. Now right. people don't people don't want to hear about you know them going to hell. Mm-hmm. And, they don't want to hear about the you know the condemnation mm-hmm. that God God is angry. You know, they want to hear that God is a loving God. God won't do anything to us. He loves us so much. You know, and how can a loving God, how can a loving and kind God be this evil to us? Yeah. Yeah. So God is all love, but he ain't He ain't the other side of God either. God does punish, right? Dr. Ford. Yes, sir. My question is this. In the last six months or the last year, all this foolishness that we've been doing in the United States, ungodliness, things that God says that is the abomination to him. I ain't going to even name nothing. I'm just putting this yeah. out. And people, right. if God said that in the whole world, you can't watch TV, you can't watch nothing yeah. without it being yeah. on TV. You don't. People don't think that, and this is all is getting bad all over the world. People don't think that God knows that, right? And we know, and and people read and know that it's abomination to God, and people try to make it right, and they don't think that God knows. Now, don't I know? Don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody want to hear that. But if God say He hate it, now if if the scriptures says that God don't like it. And then something in the whole world, all of a sudden now, just, hey, within three months, all this overtakes us. And and guess what? In the last three months, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to predict judgment. Only thing I'm saying is, if we know that we're doing things that's not pleasing to God, if we know this, why would we think God would just accept it and say, "Hey, I'm just going, I'm just going to wink and look over it"? Right, right. If we know it's wrong, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, like, like you said, Pastor Pastor Griffin, like you said, uh, the, last Sunday we had church, and a man called me up and went off on me and said, you disobeying the government. The government said, shut your doors, and you are disobeying the government. And I asked him, I said, well, the government said it's okay for two men to be married. But but Romans tells us that it's an abomination to God. Should I obey Romans or should I obey the government? He said, the government has rule over you. The government has rule over your church. And if the government said that men and women could marry, then that's what you need to. But the same man took a cross 
he's walking up and down the street in, 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 the, in the town that my church is in, saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So I, I'm sitting there looking. I said, where does this, where, you know, where, where do people get off thinking that they can sin, but yet they can preach the gospel? It's okay to they do what they do. Well, they didn't get it from the gospel. I mean, I mean they surely didn't get it from the gospel. Uh, I had to mute Pastor forward. <laughs> he can background know us. But uh, is, 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 is this the time of the Hebrew boys and Daniel? Now, look, we look at the, we, we're looking at the virus. And the virus is not the worst thing that's going to happen to believers. No. The believers, believers of the Christ Jesus is going to be covered under blood. But right. there is going to be time of uh, a persecution. The persecution as to whether you're going to stand, whether you're going to pray, whether you're going to uh, have service. That's what it, it ain't that time yet, but I, I truly believe it's going to get to be that time. Because right yeah. now, you know, people are threatened right now to hurt other people for not staying at home. Right, right, right. And and, and when they have... and, and, and when yeah, and when things get that bad, you know, you beat them down to Walmart to get toilet paper and all that. That's gonna get bad. <laughs> but if you, if they think you're going outside, or uh, you going somewhere to gather and pray and all that, and they think that you're gonna contaminate. And that's when that's when you know that's the when we look at Daniel, we look at the Hebrew boys. That's when we start looking at stuff seriously, stuff like that. But the per, right now, people me, I've been, now look, people feel like they persecuted, and and they've been persecuted because they ain't got the same car somebody else got, or they ain't got more groceries as other people, and all that. But the true persecution is about to come. Yeah, yeah. It ain't about because I ain't got more, more than somebody else. Is whether I'm going to stand for Christ. That's when the persecution is going to come. Yeah, yeah, and that's where you got to separate. You know, uh, losing your soul versus you know losing this body because death is a one-time thing as far as this body concerned. But after this death, that's going to be eternity. It's either going to be eternal life or eternal damnation. So in that moment, you're going to have to make a decision. You ain't going to like, oh, let me get back with you on it, right? <laughs> like, well, but this, let me this, this is kind of like the decision we should have already be, been made. Are yeah. you in the faith? I mean, I mean, you, people say you have faith, but are you in the faith? Are right. you willing to stand as to what the word of God and the apostles have already taught us? To stand, and this ain't to stand against other people. This is just to stand for righteousness. A lot of people, a lot of times, uh, people that we, and in the term that congregations are termed when they say church, people think we standing against other folks. We ain't standing against other folks. We're standing no. against evil. Right. When you stand, you ain't trying to stand against the body. That's what the Bible says. You fight not against flesh and blood. Right. But Amen. you ain't standing against people. You're standing against evil and principalities and powers and wickedness. And yes. if you just stand, if you just stand for God, is when the problem's gonna come in. It ain't gonna be against nobody personally. 
It's just going to be standing right. for righteousness. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. And it, it's like uh, these people, t- I, I don't know, This it's a, like it's spiritual warfare. And like I said, the, 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 the whole thing here that we're looking at, something, you know, microscopic, it's just amazing. I mean, it takes someone with some wisdom beyond this world to be able to just in a few weeks or months or whatever that time period they want to do, or even in this country, we're looking at it in a few weeks, you know, we got what? How many thousand people sick with this disease and how many is dying from it in a very short period of time? So I, I, my whole thing is life is, is fragile. You know what I mean? It's fragile. You, it can, you know, the Bible talks about it from in James. He said, life is but a vapor, you know? Uh, we, it's like we, you know, we don't need to pump ourselves up as if we're so important that God got to have us. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that God, God can't can't exist without us. We 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 exist because of God. Amen. And we need to arm ourselves and give on the, you know, give our lives to God and allow God to lead and guide us. Amen. Amen. Uh, before, but to, to echo off of what uh, Pastor Griffin was saying, and actually my question is also, uh, where are the true believers? Where are the true believers? Even Jesus said it's time for the true worshipers to come forth. Uh, ch- churches are closing because, the, you know, I know up here, they, they already have the National Guard out up here. Uh, you can't assemble. You cannot assemble up here unless you're at the grocery store or going to work. You have to have papers. I have a I have a piece of paper that I carry around with me saying that I'm essential, that I can travel, I can go. All right, where are the true believers saying, we're going to pray together, we're going to come together, and we believe, because I, like I told someone else, they said don't assemble, but the Bible tells us to assemble. What what does 133, what does Psalms 133 say? Oh, how pleasant it is that brothers dwell together in unity. And I told him the key word in that is pleasant. There's no there's no corona, there's no disease when things are pleasant with us. And even right. Acts showed us, even in the book of Acts, they showed us when they were all on one accord, that's when the Holy Ghost came down. Once once their thoughts and everything, like like this group, we're all on one accord. Who's to say that this group is not what God is calling and say, hey, okay, you guys are one accord. Now go out, lay hands on the sick, and watch them recover because of you. They tell you don't touch anybody, but the Bible tells us to lay hands on them. Right. So, you know, and I understand now. I mean, I think I can kind of see a picture here now. It's like the people that are sick are not confined to hospitals, and they're not letting you in there, so you can't defy you know, uh, local ordinances and rules, you know, to exercise faith. But you know what? The power of prayer is not limited, you know, by distance, is it? No. I mean, it's not limited by distance. I guess we don't have to be there in presence, you know, to to pray and and to intercede. I mean, yeah, I know that sounds like a chicken approach. You know what I mean? No, No, we can Jesus sent his word and he healed and he said we could do what he does so right. we can so, our word. So is it more important for people to see that we are on the front line doing this or is it important for God to recognize that we are doing it? Because he always talk about that prayer that's done in secret, you know? 
that you know it is it defines the blessing of that prayer that you know you go in your closet and you pray to your father you know so again yeah i understand you know yeah Here's a story here of an Arkansas church here that, you know, the pastor, you know, and I'm sure they told about this. Here's the thing. It said, uh, the headline said the coronavirus strikes pastor wife, pastor wife and 30 others at an Arkansas church. There's 32 people that's got that has you know has contracted this virus because they didn't follow, you know, the mandates that was placed before them. Were they operating in faith? Were they operating in disobedience? I mean, what what is going on here? Or were they really truly not as saved as they thought they were? Well, I think that's why it's so important that we examine ourselves and see what our true motives are. Right. You know, are we acting in faith, like you said, or are we trying to impress man because right. we're a Christian and nothing can't touch us? Right. Right. The thing, I feel like that the thing is that it's going to get worse. And right yeah. now, it's not, it's just, it's just the opening of what's going to happen. And then it's going to really be time to prove what you are because you're not going to be able to hide. You're not going to be able to be in the house. And so then it's going to be time for you to stand. Right now is just a preliminary that's showing you what could happen. And if right. if we're not and if we're and if we're not trying to build up our most holy faith, <clears throat> this is when we're going to have the problem. I mean, mm -hmm. time is coming that God is warning. Hey, get yourself together. Get yourself mm. together. I mean, hey, if we don't do that, that's when we're gonna have a problem. It's time. It's time for coming, and we got to we got to get ourselves together. Right. And, and that time is in. It ain't never been a day off from getting yourself together. That's the craziness of it. That's not a day off. And if you got a few days off and you don't waste some years. <laughs> Yeah, you back in, you better stay in there like you can't, nobody can get you out. Nobody, you know what? You got to kill me to get me out of this, you know? Yeah, and what Dr. Griffin just said is in the Bible. He said, you can't go back in the house. You can't go there. He said, don't go back in the house. Don't go on the rooftop. Right. He, he said, don't do these things. And uh, like you said, it's not that we're trying to show the world who we are, you know, but when we come, I guess what I'm saying is when we come across it, when we come across someone that's sick, uh, or we come across someone that is fearful, or we come across someone that don't, that is confused, then that's our time to to share with them. You know, let me show, let me say what the Bible says, and, right. and do you believe in Jesus? It's not that we're trying to you know flex. You know, I'm a child of God. Nothing gonna happen to me because even like you know, you and I talked about it. Even in Egypt, if they didn't put the blood of the lamb on that door, no matter if they were Jew or Hebrew or Egyptian, right. they died. They died. Right. You know, there were right. there were he there were Hebrews that died because they said, "I'm not I'm not doing what Moses said do." You know, right? And then even even after he took them out of the city, they still died because some of them said, "I'm not I'm not going to follow this God." You know, right. he brought us out here to die. So. You're going to have those unbelievers in the church, in the body. You're going to have those unbelievers in the body. But where are the believers to let them know right. this, this, 
this is not the time to to you know discredit God. Well, well, maybe we as preachers and teachers of the gospel has taken uh, this this lax attitude toward the gospel. You know, Paul said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ." Right? He said, "I'm not ashamed." It's the power of God unto salvation to everybody to believe. Amen. And and you know, in terms of we, I think we have we have come to a place where we kind of, and I'm I'm speaking for me more than anybody. So I don't know what this apply to you, but we tend to allow people to push us back in the corner. And you know, everybody wants to say, well, you need to learn apologetics so you can argue with people about you know your position in Christ. And sometimes I find that rather fruitless. I don't know about y'all. I ain't got time to stand there and argue too. Like I was telling somebody today, look, I believe what I believe, and I, if you ask me, I'll tell you what I believe, but I'm not going to impose it upon you. That's your decision to take from what I presented to you, you know, and then, too, at the same time, God is at work. You know, if this time for God to open this person's heart to receive this, because, again, we know the scriptures say what? Nobody coming to the Father, right? Nobody coming to the Son except the Father draw him, right? But that still doesn't keep us from sin. That don't stop us from just keep preaching because at some point it's going to fall on good ground. Amen. Well, you know, the thing about it, sometimes I think we worry about other folks' business. And right. it's not possible. Somebody got the war, somebody got the plant, somebody got mm. the water, and God is going to give the increase. Right. And so it's coming, it's, it's coming a time that there is going to be a remnant of God. And and, right. and it's coming a time that, you know, we might want everybody around us to be saved. We might want mm -hmm. everybody around us to uh, uh, want to pray and want to come together and worship. But, you know, it's always been, it ain't never been that way. There's right. nowhere in the Bible until it was just a few of them in the day of Pentecost that had with one accord. You see what I'm saying? So it's so many right. things, but but the key is the key to to all this is where do you want to stand? Where right. do you want to stand? Where do you are, are you are you accepting Christ yourself? Because can't nobody accept him for you. Can't nobody put oil in that lamp. You got to go get. You got to put the oil in the lamp. And mm -hmm. do you really do you really want to do that? Right. And, and that's what it really is, is starting to boil down to. You look at people, we, we, look, there's nobody in the United States of this America that really ain't heard about the Lord. Right. We choose right. channels, we choose programs, we, we do everything we want to do not to receive him. Right? Right. So it's right. Are we without excuse? We're not. No. Well, the Bible says no. nobody has an excuse. Nobody's without an excuse. Roman 1 and 20. Yeah, nobody. There's no excuse. Because no. many times people people are bold. They are bold. And say they don't believe in all this heebie-jeebie. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what can you do about that when somebody say they don't believe? I mean, only thing you got the key, what the Bible tells you to do, you endure to the end. Right, right. And that's that's the key. Many people didn't heard it, ain't in this crying about, hey, you know, we can do like Job, say, I, I pray for my family because they may have sinned, but they're going right. to get it for themselves. 
Right. They're going to have yeah. to answer for themselves. I can, I can pray for them. Say, Lord, please let them see. Lord, please turn the light on. Lord, right. let them see. Yeah. And like I said, we got to be that light. We got to be that light, that example. I mean, we can't, we can't force it on people. Like I said, again, it's like, but people want to live off your blessing. You notice how people do that. They want to hang around for your blessing. Hey, get your own. It's out there for you too, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're doing well. Thank God is working in your life. Everybody is, 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 is looking at your life and like, well, I want a life like that. Well, it is available to you. You, it's not, you're not exempt from it. And in times yeah, like I, this, we don't fight. We don't. We don't deal with the fear. I mean, yeah, I look around and I'm concerned, you know. And and I look at my own home, and then we come home, and you know, we think about it. The news is constantly putting you in a place where. But the reality of it is, everybody's not dying from this thing. And I think sometimes everybody like, if you get it, you gotta die. Well, no, you ain't gotta die. And it might be what Job said, you know. You know, when we was reading the book of Job, well, you know, God can take you to the to the, the brinks of death, you know, and send an angel to snatch you back, you know, to teach you a lesson. So maybe this is this lesson that Job was talking about. Well, well, well Job said. Go ahead, Doc. I was just going to say, Job, Job, go ahead. Job said what he feared has had come upon him. So right. if we we let fear control That's us true. instead of letting our faith control us, then mm. we will have an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it was another part in that scripture says that God has allowed certain things in order to save you. Right. Because yeah. if, if God if like at this right now and and uh. Things happen like this, and people now, now everybody, believe it or not, saying something about the Lord, whether it's positive or negative. And the <laughs> yeah. Bible says the Bible says a lot of times that hey, the name of Jesus is used. It might not be positive, but it's used. And you think right. about, you think about it. You, you you got an atheist talking about Jesus. Somebody sitting there listening to the atheist say, "But this Jesus must be, must be something to this Jesus he's talking about." Right. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. And, and that—that's the key that the name get out there. They could, and it's—I think in Philippians talk about it, it ain't always a positive thing, but no. they end up learning no. about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, true. And, it's true. And they—they they are because people are saying, "Why did God allow this to happen?" And I tell them, I tell them, I say, every now and then, God has to do something to get your attention. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the wise one of this world, again, explained this whole thing way, and they'll call it natural selection or nature just taking its course, and people go through this, and so many people of their population die, which we had a lieutenant governor in, 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 uh, in Texas up there saying, well, you know, uh, the old folks, the grandparents ought to, ought to do what they can to save the, the next generation. You just go ahead and intermingle with the young folks and catch the disease and die, you know, so that'll save the next generation. That's, wow. Now, now listen, listen at this fool, you know? <laughs> well, you know, you know, I think in scripture it, it talks about, like especially in the book of Matthew 24, it, it, it really talks about what man, man destroyed, destroyed himself. 
And yeah. we always say, we always say, well, how come, well, why God is so loving and kind? Why he doing this? God been telling us to love each other forever. Right. Right. And we make a bump. We make bombs and blow each other up. We make diseases yeah. destroy. We make diseases yeah. destroy one person. Then they think the disease strong us. And we yeah. do all kind of stuff to each other. Why don't we right. say, well, why why we just won't say, hey, look, won't you stop doing that? Jesus said love, and none of this stuff will come on you if you love one another. But right. no, we say, well, we're like God don't love us, and God been trying to stop us from destroying ourselves. And even, you know, look, the Bible, check this out. God don't even mind us eating, drinking, and be merry. Huh? No. No. In the book of Ecclesiastes, he said that's the main thing they want y'all to do. I want you to be. I want you to be happy. I want you to drink and be happy. Be merry. But he didn't say eat, drink, and be merry and commit sin. No. And we take no. it too far. He yeah. wants us to be happy. He wants us to enjoy our livelihood. But we take it too far. We go way beyond eating, drinking, and be merry. Yeah, because yeah. what in the book of in the book of Genesis they, they was eating and drinking and being merry. Then they went out to play. Yeah, yeah. Huh? So they took yeah. it farther than than enjoying what God created. <laughs> yeah, they got to enjoy it. They they enjoy mar- many marriages and many Johns. But what you know. But one Go thing ahead. we gotta realize, one thing we gotta realize too, the Bible did say there'll be a great falling away, you know. And like Doctor Griffin said, you know, it it takes something like this for people to start talking about God again. Because even the vice yeah. president, even though even though Trump didn't say it, but the vice president said it's a time for prayer. He said, you know, if you're praying, this is the time to pray. This is time to believe yeah. in something more more than what the government is telling. So one yeah. person in government. One person in government is talking about God, but the other one's talking about himself. So, but again, you talking about prayer. Everybody use that word prayer as if it's like, who are you praying to? You know, what are you praying to? I mean, again, are you praying to the only true and living God, the one that you have a knowledge to, your the life that you live? I mean, we look at the church in America. The church in America, religion in America is tainted. It's 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 a messed up system. Because mm-hmm. we promote because it promote racism, it promotes division. It, it is it's not that love that you just got to do talking about love one another. Don't forget, forget the color of my skin. Forget about my social and my economic position, but see me as a human on the same level you do and deserve the same respect. But no, uh-uh, we don't do that. And the churches don't even promote that. They don't want to congregate together. Uh, what they say about Sunday being the most segregated time in America, you're right. And it always been that way. It will always be that way as far as religion in this country is concerned. So we're looking at well, the fake religion that we've been promoting over the years. Now it's time for it to show up and show some power. And guess what? It ain't got no power. Well, that goes, that goes, it, it's not just this country. I mean, it goes farther way back than that. Because you remember when uh, Jonah, when Jonah was on the ship and the people were praying to their gods and the man, the captain yeah. came to Jonah, the captain came to Jonah, don't you have a God that you can pray to? Right. He said, we've been, you know. So, yeah, people are going to be praying to something. <laughs> 
the god yeah. of the stock market. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some people and, are. <laughs> are you, you praying to King James who wrote the Bible? Are you praying to him? I mean, who are you praying to? You know? Pray, y'all, pray. What are you praying to? <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. Uh, and that's what the true believers have to come for. True believers have to come forth at this time. And that's well, what no, you know, I'm you know, sorry, go ahead, brother. That's I understand what you're saying. There's so many things, so many religions, so many so many beliefs out there. But when the true believers start stepping forth, when you know, you're in the grocery store and somebody said, Well, I'm scared then you, that's your opportunity to open up and talk to them. And you don't have to be on, because they're going to say, well, I talked to a guy in the grocery store, and this is what he told me, you know, or I was talking to my neighbor, this is what they told me. You know, it, it has to start somewhere. It doesn't have to start on a big, you don't have to go and be on TV like everybody else, but start in your community. Start with those right. that are close to you, like but with your loved ones and family members and things. You know, uh, friends and coworkers. Hey, when they tell, there's always an opportunity for us to witness for God, when, especially Amen. during this, especially, especially during this time, because I run into it so much. I'm in the grocery store. People are like, I gotta get this. And I said, Why are you so fearful? You know, that's that's. Right. You know, I'll tell them that. Why are you fearful? It's, did you hear what? <laughs> but then I'll tell them. Well, you know what the Word of God says, right? They said, No. What does the Word of God say? And that's your opportunity. And then they're going to, that's whether, you know, you see them ever again, that's a word that you put in that, that person's life. And they may, yeah. they may receive it, they may not. But you right. are doing what God called you to do. You're the but, you know, but, you know, it, it, it's amazing. It's, ama- it's amazing. It's not so much just being a soul. It's a lot of people have already heard the word, but it's amazing when thing comes when when things come full forward it actually start happening and they can see it with their eyes then all of a sudden they want to start questioning you know right. because everybody say that all this christian stuff all this praying and people getting healed it ain't real mm-hmm. now they start seeing all this stuff powerful stuff now they want to know whether it's real or not and, and another thing about you were saying about racism and all that all that come about because we did just what God told us not to do. Don't make no right. images. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do, don't make this. Don't make that. And then we make stuff, and stuff become more important than mankind. Right. So my stuff is more important than you. You know what I'm saying? My creation right. that I made is better than God's creation. We don't look at right. each other as God created us. Right. 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 And that's why people think that they're better than one another because they don't look at that, hey, you belong to God. You're right. God's creation. I mean, I mean, the creation of mankind is of God. Mankind, all everybody ain't on God's side, ain't always obeyed God. But you gotta realize that why you say love one another, where well, you can, you know, because you belong to him. Right. So who got the who who got the right to 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 denounce you or uh, say bad things to you because you're black or because you're white or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just the, it's the, the, the this whole thing here. 
But like I said, God has his own, the remnants of God. If you, like I said, 2 Corinthians 13 says, you know, examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith or not. You That's something you have to do. I can't do that. And I won't judge you for it. And I won't look at you because of the color of your skin but to decide whether you're in the faith or not either. That ain't even for me to do. We're not even in that position. But I believe if we can spend enough time together and see what we have in common, we can come together. But we'll never do that because America has constructed this system of racism and it is so inbred. It is so inbred that, yeah, it would take Jesus coming back and wiping all this stuff out to get it straight again. Yeah, it, won't, it won't happen. But we still got to keep looking at God knowing that he, he made us all. He made us all. We all his creation. And yeah, we ain't all his children. Everybody won't believe what well, you born, you God created, you're his child. No. Jesus said you are your father the devil. So, you know, he he, he has separated people out based on their, their disobedience and, and their practice of sin and wickedness. So, you know, people get mad at you and say, God ain't God ain't everybody daddy. He ain't everybody daddy. He's not. But this is a time now to pray even more, but then also not so much. We should always been doing this. Me, what the scripture said, we should always pray, right? And never see. Always. So if you ain't praying, you have been disobedient. Amen. If you ain't if you ain't been praying, you being disobedient. Well, and, and and the thing about it is you have to admit that. Yeah. You're, you you have to admit that. You have to admit and repent. That's what repentance is about. You have to admit and repent that you're wrong. You can't yeah. you, you can't like I I can't say well, you know. I started out 40 years ago, and I ain't got no better since the 40 years. Right. <laughs> what, what, what have I been doing the whole 40 years? Uh, walking around with yeah. a title? Ain't yeah. got nobody in 40 years just walking around with a title. Right. Look at well, me. Pastor, I'm listening. Oh. Well, Pastor Griffin, that scripture in, in uh, Second Chronicles is true. It said, if my people... He already identified that his people will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, and pray and seek my faith. Right. Then, you know, there it is. There it is. Mm -hmm. And then he'll hear. He'll hear. That's right. But, I mean, yeah. uh, Somebody can call. I mean, but it's interesting how God so many times used the king and, you know, to be that person to, to speak on, you know, to. The urge for everybody together and, and to repent and to turn. We don't have that from our leaders today. I said a few. Times, I don't never hear Donald Trump say, "Let's just, let's all get together and let's just see how we offended God and let's let's just, just say we 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 have and let's repent." Well, turn about saying they turn this wickedness but, away from. Us. <laughs> but that's 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 nothing new. That's nothing new. It's always been people like Donald Trump. Always yeah. and and, and, Always. and under their under their watch, the same kind of stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Under their watch, mm-hmm. you go find every one of them kings that did his own thing under their watch. Something like this happened under every right. one of them. Uh, yeah, you know how do we promote national repentance? You know, I I heard a, a video was sent to me by one senator. He was praying and repenting. <laughs> And you know he was crying out to God for the sins of this country. I don't know what he he was specific about any particular sin, but you know sometimes he had to name that sin. Don't you? 
I think we start out just by us praying ourselves and us repenting. That's what, I mean, cause just like just like the, the coronavirus hit sixty uh, some thousand people. When we start when we start praying one at a time, we get up to billions of people. If everybody catch on and start praying, but it got to start somewhere, and it guess it has to start with us, huh? I mean, yeah. Hey, I mean, cause guess, guess, guess what? If don't nobody else want to pray, hey, you know that was that was that was in Genesis before, and he said, well, Abraham said, well, if it be if it be five people, will you will you will you save them? Right. Yeah. Well, it ain't but five people want to pray. But them, then that's the five people you gonna have to work with, ain't? It? Yeah, but they couldn't even find five. Ain't that bad? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> well, yeah. all these millions of people you can't find, and God say okay. What if God say okay? I blow, I, I, I bring a, I bring a hurricane in and blow, blow, blow it out the sea. Won't nobody get sick if I can just get yeah. five of y'all to pray. Yeah, yeah. And the Bible talks about what the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Of a righteous availeth much. And right. that's what we that's what we have to do. Amen. Yeah. And have become that righteous person, that one person that can call to God and intercede. But like I said, you ain't alone. You can't be like Elijah running and hollering and screaming. She done killed everybody and I'm the only one left. <laughs> now you ain't the only one. No. <laughs> hey, this man has demonstrated the power of God. That he wouldn't be afraid of one woman, but he was very afraid. He was afraid for his life. So we understand fear disables us, it cripples us, it put us in a place where we, when we should be, what we should be doing, we won't do it because we're so caught up with fear. It's time to pray even more. If your prayer ain't been your best friend, it needs to become your best friend. Amen. Okay. Any questions? I see that we have some people join. I see my brother Wilbur who has joined, and uh, I see another number. I'm probably trying to figure out who that number. Four one four number. Who number is that? I know that number. But anyway, we're glad you guys could join us. I mean, we uh, we ask you guys to continue to join with us in prayer and study of God's word. But just just uh, just a few scriptures before I go. We we had uh, sent out. Uh, Matthew 7, 21 and 23. And sometimes it seems like we're in that time. Jesus said, not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And I would declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Matthew 7, 21. We see also in 2 Timothy 3, 5 through 7, he said they're having a, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort of they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. The word of God has spoke to everything that we see, and he sleeps out and said, there's nothing new under the sun, amen? Nothing new. What we're dealing with has been dealt with in the past, and and uh, so, you know, our, our hope is still in God. Our prayer is still with God, so 
Y'all keep praying. We're going to go ahead and close. Anybody got any questions, any last minute comments? Anyone? I'm just glad that you guys are part of my family. We're friends. We can reach out to each other. We can touch each other. We ain't got to be hand to hand. You know, and even if we were, I still wouldn't be afraid of Corona. Amen. It would be the fear for me. Uh, but, uh, hey, this Bible said it has continued. We're going on our third year pretty much. And we've been right here with God. Amen. We've been consistent. And I'm sure that God is going to continue to reward us for what we'll be doing. We're going to go ahead and close if nobody has any last minute comments. Father, we just thank you for the night. To thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you for the opportunity to be with family, Lord. Just thank you for technology, Lord, that allows us to connect, Lord, in a distant, from a distance place, Father. Just thank you for that, Lord, and help us to utilize that even more, Lord, to be able to share your word for those who are who in this moment in time in their life are afraid to, to come near, Father. Help us to be able to reach out even more, Father. Help us to take the gospel with power to those who need to hear, Father. Just thank you for the love you have shown us and thank you for keeping us during, during this crisis, Father, giving us the wisdom and understanding, Father, to continue to look to you to heal from where comes our help, Father. Our help do come from you, Lord, and we thank you for being a God who watches over his word to perform it, Father. We thank you for the encouragement that you give to us, Lord, that you will protect and provide for us, Lord, and Lord, that no danger should come near us, Lord, that will cause harm to us, Lord. You have put, put a shield about us and you continue to protect us, Father. We just thank you, Father, for the love you have shown toward us and thank you for the love you've shown toward this group, Father. We can pray continually for their salvation, their walk, their endurance to the end, Father. But truly, Lord, those that endure to the end shall be saved, Father. Pray for the leaders of this world, Father. We pray for the body of Christ everywhere, Father. We pray for your, your believers, your children, Father, who truly know what it is to worship you in spirit and truth, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 God bless y'all. Good night, y'all. We love y'all very much. Good night, y'all. I love y'all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Pastor Ricky was talking about a scripture that you can't.